What's up? Top, 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 go, my man. That's the Southwest Philly, Florida, man. Shout out to my cousin Burn. Shout out to my mom. Be away, all y'all, man. We out here, Southwest. The Southwest Philly, Florida. Ani fans, welcome to another episode of the Gola Standard, episode 38. Dennis, it's been quite a hiatus, you know, three <laughs> months in our last episode, you know, in May. So, you know, if we wait another, you know, three months after this, you know, it'll be time for the season to start. Um, you know, we got news that the first opponent is Villanova. So, that you know, they can't wait for, you know, the season to start and bringing Villanova in. But, I mean, um, it's been quite a good summer so far, you know, you know, we're in Baltimore together, you know, scoping out the scenes of where, you know, they could maybe LaSalle could play Loyola, Maryland, you know, on, in the, um, the bar, uh, the Harbor, uh, you know, we're in Lake George, checking that out, playing cornhole, you know, maybe they're going to have a big sky logo on it. Um, you know, looking at Pendleton's landing, you know, just, you know, enjoying the summertime. Um, you know, it's nice, you know, we, our little son, um, or I know you're a little paler than I am, but, um, <laughs> but we're back, you know, talking about the Explorers. Um, uh, anything you want to add? No. Yeah. We've, we've been on vacation. We've seen a lot of sites, as you said, just the whole time, every time I go somewhere, I just can't stop thinking about Tom Gola arena and, and LaSalle basketball, just everywhere I go. I feel like John Rothstein when he was in Italy, I just can't stop thinking about college basketball. It, it it runs my life. I'm always refreshing the Twitter account. I'm always looking for something new to talk about. So it's it's nonstop, man. It's nonstop. We never sleep. We really do. Like I, you can't you can't stop thinking about LaSalle basketball if you're a true goal of boy or girl. You really can't. Yeah, it's just kind of everywhere. Um, you know, there's been a lot kind of going on. Um, I know a lot of other podcasts, you know, talk about the TDT. Um, you know, we had a big five team this year, and I think what they won the first game and lost the second game. Correct? Yeah, correct, correct. Um, I feel like you know, Ramon Galloway was, um, you know, one of the more significant contributors uh, to the team. Um, it's kind of a shame they did a, had a one done, but um, I know last weekend um, and even Monday, you know, I um, we were at the Rump on Saturday. It was kind of cool, you know, seeing a lot of those former, um, you know, big five players and. I know on Monday um, you were there and were able to see Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, that was a good time. The uh, I wanted to go see TBT as well, but I'm glad it didn't because that that first game that they won was actually indoors. It got rained rained out, so they had to relocate to a gym That's indoors. Right. So I really would have loved to see Ramon Galloway at at um, the Rucker, the Rucker, but said. you know, didn't happen that way. He yeah. was by far the best player on the team. So Ramon still's got it, man. He still has that, that grit, that intensity, exactly why they went to the sweet 16. Like, I feel like he didn't, he hasn't missed a beat. Yeah. There's, there's no difference in his game. He can still shoot really well. He can penetrate. He was dunking quite a bit and, you know, assist to Ryan Daly, who was also on the team. That was cool to see. Then, then we moved on to, you know, looking, looking towards the rump classic, which is in our, 
our home, Tom Gold Arena. It's it's an annual event that we always look forward to because you never know who's going to show up. And Rich and I went to see them on Saturday. And I believe the most notable player, I guess, I, I don't know, who would you say? Like, um, are the Morris twins? Because uh, they're, they're there every year. Yeah, you know, no, like it, Morris twins, mm-hmm. this is their show. Like, this is... Like, a big reason why people come out is the Morris twins are always at the rump, mm-hmm. but like, what, what would you say? Would you say they were the biggest names? I mean, yeah, they're definitely the biggest names. Obviously when we were there on Saturday, but um, like, you know, we were talking to, you know, Josh Verlin of um, city of hoop love. I think I said that correctly. Um, city of basketball love. Let's, city let's, of basketball let's, love. let's put respect on his name. He, he does a lot of good work. <laughs> yeah. But like, it is kind of true what he said, like what the Morris twins have kind of done for that event. I feel like they've kind of, you know, put it to like the next level. And, you know, you see these, you know, NBA players kind of showing up and it's, it's pretty cool. And I feel like they really kind of put it on the map. Um, you're saying, I mean, I guess they were the biggest names, you know, it was cool, you know, seeing a lot, bunch of Nova guys, you know, you saw Eric Pascal and Jermaine Samuels. I mean, kind of cool seeing him, how intense he is, you know, he's, um, uh, there was another Nova guy there. I think I'm missing. Um, Bell? Yeah, James Bell. It was just cool, you know, seeing him. And there was other guys like Khalif Wyatt. Oh. Um, so, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the ageless wonder. Yeah. Once again, just like Ramon Galloway at TBT, Khalif Wyatt was no different than when he was at Temple. That man yeah. was still just moving so slowly, like getting those calls, talking a ton. He, he, he could have written a book on the court. He was talking so much. And that's vintage Khalif, old man game, working the refs, working the other players, working his teammates, just nonstop all, <laughs> the entire time. It was really fun to watch, especially since we were like three rows back. So we could yeah, see we and hear everything. Seats, yeah, we're in seat backs. You know, we always get the, we always have those seats uh, usually. But um, no, it, you know, it was a really good event. And, um, you know, I wasn't able to be there Monday, but it definitely looked um, quite electric in there. And Maxi was there. And, um, even when I was there Saturday, you know, how serious kind of the players took took it, like the Morris twins and Pascal, who, you know, play in the NBA, you know, they were given to the refs. It just wasn't like an ordinary, like, pickup game, obviously. You know, they don't want to get hurt. You know, they, they're playing for big money in the NBA. But, you know, they were given to the refs. They were taking it, like, pretty, pretty seriously. I mean, I mean, um, you know, Pascal and the Morris twins, they're pretty much a shooting threes all the time, but um, they were giving us the refs. Like, the, yeah, it was more than just a pickup game. Like they, it was a lot of, it was very prideful for them. Yeah, definitely. And I, you know, I don't know what Maxi has done in the off seasons, if he's ever played in like a pro-am or summer league, I don't know his history there, but Maxi, I felt like kind of got like a rude awakening because there, these, these guys in the rump had been playing, you know, amateur for a while. There was this, yeah. This um, older guy, he had to be 40 plus, was on the opposing team and he was all over Maxi nonstop. Yeah, it was it was getting fun. actually borderline ridiculous. I think they brought him in just to foul him five times and then leave because he was like, that's, a, goon. He was like a Cheney goon. He, <laughs> he wasn't a Cheney guy. I forget his name. Um, no, I don't think he played for Temple. I could be wrong, though. And he's always there, but um yeah i feel like he's a mainstay there and okay. and he fouled a few times and the I, I guess they were fed up with the sixers kind of being on the other other team kind of like an unfair advantage yeah, in a sense absolutely. also the refs weren't respecting him as much because i guess they 
I don't know. They were giving Maxi more calls, and he just took off. The guy just took off his jersey and walked off after he committed his either fourth or fifth foul. <laughs> I think he, Wait, he, he might like leave the arena or just like I went think, to the bench. He just went to the bench, or like behind oh, the wow. crowd. He may have left early too. He was just really like it was. It was comical, but Maxi was very crazy. surprised, and 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 it was definitely like a a part of him that he was like, "What is going on here?" Like why are these people why are they like going after me right now like I, the philly like all of philly was there um booing that that guy for kind of fouling like what is the future of the sixers unless he gets traded for durant um there was definitely like a lot of positive energy and and this guy was just like none of that i don't want any of it i'm gonna i'm just getting his jock straps so he just was not he was relentless it was pretty crazy and then after that um for the most part maxi was just shooting threes he did have a few uh crafty drives to the hoop. Um, but for the most part, I think he was trying to avoid getting injured and just trying oh, to, absolutely. trying to, you know, put on a show the best yeah. way he can without getting injured. Um, Isaiah Joe was there too. And uh, he, he, he had a few shots. Um, I don't know. It, he wasn't like anything I would like. There wasn't any wows there. Was very but, quiet. I think he yeah. had like 16 points or something like that. Yeah. They were all threes pretty much. Yeah. So like, I, you know, they, he, they were just kind of there to kind of, you know, give back to the city, if you will. Yeah. It's a great cause and and they wanted to support it. So really admirable. And the crowd went absolutely nuts when Maxi hit that first three. Um, so it was really exciting to see. The crowd yeah. was packed. It was a packed house. Yeah. I don't know when we're going to see Gola like that. I don't know yeah, when we'll see the arena happen. that I mean, I don't know what homecoming will be like, but I mean, homecoming usually, you know, puts in a good amount of seats. True. Um, I mean, bodies and seats. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, we, we, we keep getting our, like, we need to get our fix here. We need to keep seeing basketball because unfortunately it's rare to see like games in, in Philly that are uh, that level in the summer. So yeah, it, no, you got to yeah, do what you can. Yeah, We're not going to fly to Vegas for summer league. No, so no. we got to get our fix. Um, and yeah, we're just, yeah, we're, I, I'm now I'm a hundred percent focused on LaSalle mm-hmm. and like what's going to happen to these guys I'm, I'm done with summer league i'm done with rump we're done with tbt we're done with all the like sideshows it's yep. time for uh it's time to talk ball for sure yeah yeah absolutely yeah i think it's like less than three months away i think rostin tweeted uh, that's like 88 days away wow um so you know it'll be here you know soon you know august and september you know i know it's in the college football season obviously you know sal's now a college football team um but you know they don't soon enough. <laughs> uh, but you know soon enough It'll be college basketball season um, and then home opener against Villanova. So, I mean, that can't come soon, soon enough. Um, so, you know, I guess it's, it's time to, you know, talk about, uh, talk about the team, um, you know, so this is the, you know, new coach, uh, Fran Dumphy. Um, you know, he's, he's been around a little bit, just, just a little <laughs> bit. Um, you know, he's 73 years old, you know, Penn, Temple, set there's reports he's doing push-ups he looks pretty spry um i know you sent me a picture the other day when he was um you know leaving um i guess he had practice looks like he was teaching like defense 404 uh you know he had his uh, like laptop case but um i mean he looked pretty good um and then there was a mike jensen article that kind of came out and it seems like he's very very kind of detail oriented and trying to coach up the team as best he can because uh, it's going to be very very difficult you know, losing, you know, Christian Ray, Delaware, uh, Clifton Moore to Providence, Jack Clark, NC State, like those three guys played the most minutes last year. Um, 
so it's tough like losing those three guys um and then you know like the current roster you know you have um jameer brickus Amor gill josh nickelberry the drama twins from st peter's um mamadou decore so like some of those guys who played last year i know the drama twins didn't but um it's going to be different because you know those three guys were so instrumental or, mo or monumental to what they did. And, you know, they finished what 12th in the A-10. So they're going to have an uphill battle, uphill battle um, to compete. You know, the A-10 is going to be very good this year. Um, so I know Dumphy's going to, you know, try to get every kind of small advantage, like that article said, but it's, it's going to be tough. And I know like it's the off season and this time off this time last season, I was like, oh, you know, the stretch goal is you know, the NIT and, you know, the stretch goal is like a T-Rex arm, you know, <laughs> that's how far they actually made it. Um, and I know some people like like 2.0 was saying like that, you know, we're better than VCO. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, relax. You know, it's a new season, right? Yeah. You can't have any expectations with this team. You've got to have, you know, growth um, and see, you know, what happens. you got to, you know, see them first because – I feel you got to set the bar pretty low with um, a new head coach. Yeah, definitely. I'm seeing every year this happens. Uh, you're, you mentioned Tom Gola 2.0 on Twitter. Shout out Tom Gola 2.0. Love the optimism. Mm -hmm. I do I believe that this happens every year, though, where we're like, you know, I really like this team. This could be yeah. something special. And we always say it. Every team yeah. says it. Everybody's yeah. fans yeah. says it. Same thing every year. And you can't, you know, I mean, we're here to try and predict and offer predictions, but it's very difficult to, to actually see that happen. I, the, the chances of us having a better season than last, last year, I, I feel like are slim in my opinion. Um, I would love to be surprised there, but a new coach and not many returning guys that make impact can, can, can be, can be a, a setback. Like that. There's no, no the, doubt about it. The thing that, is that we do have guys who are going to, like return and have an impact like you know brickis I, I didn't say brantley Gill, like brickis brantley gill nickelberry like they're all guys who are returning but like it's not those three other guys you know what i mean yeah it's like they have to take a jump up for us to be relevant like, i agree i agree but he, yeah no what you're saying is true though yeah dunphy from what i hear like you know that's what dunphy's good at is is you know working towards strengths like mm -hmm. saying all right nickelberry you're gonna work on what you do best and we're going to use you in these situations. Here's the play. And then he's going to do the down, the down the line. Like everybody is going to get those same instructions and grow in those same areas so that when they're on the floor together, they're all feeding off of each other and working together. When you had guys that could take over a game like Jack mm -hmm. or um, Clifton, Clifton that, that kind of set everybody back like that. Mm -hmm. That doesn't help the whole team in a sense. I know mm -hmm. it's awesome to have a guy that can drop 25, but the rest of the team is just basically feeding him the ball in this, in this year, in this year, I don't know if that's going to be the case. I don't think we're going to be feeding one guy, the ball, the entire time. They're going to be a true team and true cohesive unit. And, and once again, I feel like it early in the ash day, ash years, um, we didn't really know who was going to score at any given night. I think the same is going to happen this season. I don't think we're going to know who's going to score any given night. Um, you, you would put money on obviously the returning guys, but I still am unsure who's going to make an impact. A new coach, a new system, and new faces equals a whole lot of unsureness. So, I, you know, you said Brantley. I think in my mind, he feels like the guy mm -hmm. that 
could lead this team in scoring just because of the flashes he sh- he's shown. So that'd be awesome. Um, we'll see. I, I see a lot of shiz Alston in him. Is that fun? Is that okay to say? I don't know. Uh, I feel, like they're, I feel <laughs> like they're different. I think he, shiz Alston was a two guard, but I, I feel like that's, that's not hard. That's not a horrible comparison. Um, that would be great. That would be the, yeah. that would be the, um, you know, stretch goal, <laughs> as you said. Yeah. I mean, it'll be very interesting to see. Um, that's a really good point that you made. Um, so no, like a couple of years ago, you know, we were saying like, who's the go-to guy, you know, how many double digit scores are we going to have? And I feel like this year it's like, that's true. Like, I don't know, like, you know, pick out of a hat and like put a blindfold over me and it could be, it could be Brickus, It could be Nickelberry. It could be Brantley. Mm-hmm. I would bet on one of those three guys. I don't know if like Gil's going to have some like Renaissance year with like Dumphy. Like I would say those three, probably Brantley or Nickelberry. I mean, I would put money on one of those two. Yeah. I mean, I know that one year, I don't think, you know, I think Jack Clark averaged like 9.9 and every, like no one averaged double figures. Like, no. I don't know if it's going to be one of those years. I mean, it really dude, could be. It dude, really could be. Think about it. Like they were just getting better. Like as soon as, you know, Ash was like, that team, oh, talent, though. That team was getting better. Like we were actually seeing them grow in, in year four and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, they had some, they had some guys. I it's mean, so it, sad to think about. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, if this team, you know, had, I mean, the team were probably a little different. They probably wouldn't have like the drama twins are, but if they still had their Clifton, Jack, and Bray. I mean, if they still they had, two, if they still had one of the other, like Clifton or Jack, one if the they other. had one of those guys, I would feel a lot better about this team this year. You know, how far would you like? Are they still a they still a bottom five? Yeah, but they would beat St. Joe's twice at least. Uh, you know, mm. I, I think that they would be as good as they were last. I don't know why I'm thinking that, but I, I just think Clifton was so good last year. Uh, oh, he, he was and, good. He was excellent, and, and then he's gone. So, like, yeah. you know, that that was that was my feelings. It's just if we just have one of those guys back, like at the cornerstone, so to speak. Now our cornerstone is probably Brantley. Yeah. If you could pick a cornerstone, like a guy that I don't know, well, the word cornerstone is kind—I of, don't know—it's not a great word to use. But like, who who is your guy? Who who's the leader? Um, who's the leader? I mean, I I think you probably chose like the most obvious guy. Yeah. Um, but I don't know for some reason, and this might be like a stretch, but I feel like for this team. And I kind of want this guy to break out. I'll say this guy's my like breakout guy or who has the potential to break out. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's Anwar with, you know, how Dumpy, you know, wants to be defensive. He's very, you know, he's a decent defender. Yeah. And I feel like his offensive game, I'm waiting for it to like, I mean, he's not like the best shooter, but I feel like he's pretty physical and gets to the cup. Um, sometimes I, I really like how Ash used him sometimes because I feel fair. like, um, he could be a kind of a turnover machine at times because um, he would, you know, let Amwar penetrate and then kick. Um, and I'm hoping somehow that kind of correlates. So I like to see him break out, but you're right. I guess he's not the cornerstone. I mean, I guess the cornerstone, I mean, was the most upside is probably Brantley, but I'm waiting for Brickus because he definitely has that potential. And like you yeah. see it here and there. It's like, did he peak in year one? Cause I feel like year two, he's kind of like, you know, 
almost plateaued or like you know stayed the same so could he is he even another gear yeah let's hope we need those guards to really play well to get these big men involved because once again the front court is our weakest area right i mean once again it was huge yeah we're back to square one as far as the front court goes the drama twins are gonna have to burden that load i guess when you think about it right i I, I, do and Rokus Jokus, I think is that his name? I'm I'm butchering. I, I know I'm gonna butcher his yeah, name. Like, um, do you want to get into the roster now? I we can talk about that a little bit if you want. And and it it is it is like re- literally like we're pretend we're starting from scratch on the, in yeah, the front like, court. In mm-hmm. the front court, like <laughs> there there's no there's no doubt about it. The thing is, like, do you know anything about like some of these international guys? Like, I know we nope. saw Morero last year. It looks like he really shoot. Um, but like, I don't know how athletic he is or how many minutes he'll get, um, this season. And I know they, you know, they have Rokus Jokus. I think that's his name, right? Am I butchering it? And I feel yeah. like that few other international guys. So I don't really know, you know, how to project that and forecast what that'll look like. I mean, but anything they could, you know, anything, you know, the, um, they contribute, you know, um, I would take it, but I, I just don't know. I mean, I haven't seen them. Um, so I, I don't really know what to project. Um, yeah. No. So the, the new additions, like, obviously I think the drama twins are the, the biggest addition, obviously, because mm-hmm. you got two for the price of one, essentially. Um, St. Peter's guys were huge in those massive wins to, to go to the elite eight. I mean, who could have predicted that that shows their, their talent, their abilities, their, they're not shying away from the big moments i mean that's about as big of a moment as you can get if you're at saint peter's and they shine so i i think that those guys are going to be huge this year we're we 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 don't have much to like look forward to aside from that like in the front court i don't know let's hope that these guys come out of the out of the woodwork and you know mamadou is great and in a lot of ways um he provides that that senior leadership, right? But I feel like you know what you're going to get from him, though. He's, you know, yeah. he's going to give you, you know, 20, 25 minutes. You know, he's going to get you rebounds. He might get yeah. you a putback or two with layups, but, like, you can't really count on more than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, that's it. Rokus, Joshus. I'm going to I'm gonna either maybe say jo- Jokus or yeah. Joshus um, from Lithuania. He Maybe he's going to be a stud. We don't know. We haven't seen an international guy – play well for us yet no like in years when's the last time we've had an international guy i don't know who the best one you would say was you know we've had you know kian sullivan we've had um like eugene 70 i guess he was probably the best one we've had yeah you're Um, right was he the best one i feel like i might be missing one Um, that's the first one that comes to mind for me i would say eugene but i think he transferred somewhere hard for Phil you for that, but I think Phil you might have been um, Keen Sullivan, but I feel like they haven't really um, panned out for the most part. So um, you know, I don't know, you know, who, who Dump who Dump is talking to. Um, maybe he's talking to Fran Fraschilla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giving us these, you know, stud guys. Um, yeah, once again, but who knows? It, it, it's a log jam at the guard position once again. Yeah, and uh, front court is lacking. So what is this? St. Peter's kind of had the same vibe, no? I think St. Peter's oh, is – did they have a guy bigger than uh, the Drame twins? I don't think so. Or right, another <laughs> thing I kind of found interesting in that article 
um, from Jensen. He kind of like, you know, I was talking to Dumpy and Dumpy was like, you know, I have 200 minutes to distribute. Yep. And he's like, you know, this person might get like 27, but like, you know, no one's going to get 40. No. Um, so he's trying to distribute it. So I found that very interesting. And um, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but I mean, you know, he sees it as well, obviously. So it'll be interesting how he distributes those. So yeah. it seemed, you know, he could play eight to 11 guys. So that, that might show, you know, what he thinks of the talent. I feel like Ash did that a lot too. Like Ash played a lot of guys and a lot know, maybe, of guys. <laughs> he went deep. Yeah. So maybe Dumphy's going to do that in year one until he finds something, then he'll change it. Like I don't, I'm curious. Um, but it seems like, uh, you know, Ash did that. No, Dumphy's going to do that, you know, at least maybe to start off, yeah. you know, to see what he has. Historically, I feel like Dumphy has rolled with like the start, same starting five for the most part in his, in his history at Temple, at least. Right. I feel like you could always count on like the starting five being the same throughout the season. He played like eight guys. He played like, but I, I remember he had like, I don't think he played that many guys though. I mean, no, I feel like he didn't. Like seven, I feel like I could name me like, like TJ DeLeo off the bench. Yeah. He wasn't playing many guys. So I'd like TJ DeLeo off the bench, you know, Dalton Pepper and um, Michael Eric, or I think I said that right. Michael, am I going back too far? Michael Eric. I mean, yeah, you can include him. I, yeah, I'm no, just I'm saying, saying that... I feel like he didn't play many bench guys. He, I feel like he had like, it was me playing seven, eight guys. He wasn't playing yeah. 11. Yeah, I, I just remember I could name, I could usually name their starting five throughout the year and much of it didn't change. So, well, yeah, I, I do agree with you though that he's going to have to kind of tweak the lineup for a few games to start. And, you know, don't don't get your hopes up. That will that will yeah. stay. <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Um. But, you know, having said that, um, you know, we just can't wait for the, you know, the conference schedule to be announced. You know, we know the opponents, um, you know, how many teams are going to play twice. You know, UMass, Rhode Island, St. Joe's, um, Duquesne, and George Washington, I believe. I think that's right. Um, you know, we can't wait. We might make a little road trip. You know, last year we went to Duquesne. You know, that was a lot of fun. We met, a, you know, a couple of A-10 Twitter people. Um but, you know, right now we do know, um, you know, the non-conference opponents. So we're looking forward to that. You know, as I mentioned before, you know, we open with Villanova. Um, so we're really excited for that. You know, oh, yeah. Kyle Neptune or, you know, no more Jay. You know, Jay retired, you know, going out on a Final Four run. You know, good for him. You know, he's looking limp, you know. But, you know, Dumphy, we, it's crazy. You know, Jay retired and Dumphy's back. Um, that's pretty funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That's going to be a fun one. I'm trying to get tickets into the pavilion. Oh, yeah. And because uh, for multiple reasons, I would love to see those two. It's it's just like amazing to me that Neptune is is over there. I can't yeah. I can't believe it sometimes when I think about it. Yeah. And Dunphy just coming in there, too. There's just a lot of good storylines for that first game. And it's yeah. interesting to start off the season with that. Because if you remember during COVID, they like ducked us basically. Like they avoided. Oh, yeah. Finances. Yeah. We were, you know, we sang the Christmas carol about Jay and his white belt and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but then they yeah. then they beat our ass. Yeah. The they bluster. beat us pretty good last year. Um, um, whatever. We don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that it's time to kind of talk about what we do know for the non conference. I agree. But That's I want to say one thing. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was over the weekend, you know, we saw the picture. Um, I guess with like, you know, with Dan Baker, the Phillies PA announcer, you know, you, you saw Phil, you know, you saw Jay, um, you saw Dumpty, and they're like, oh, who is this other guy? Looks really familiar. Um, and it was um, Bill Bradshaw, the former AD. 
um, for LaSalle and also Temple. So it was cool to kind of see those guys, um, you know, get together. Definitely. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, that was cool to see. Oh, while we're on that topic of who's that guy type of stuff, there was a photo of the Villanova golf outing and Ashley Howard was there. So I, I believe, you know, we're not really sure what Ashley Howard's career is, is, is his trajectory is, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was on Nova's bench, maybe not this season, but like in a season down the road, because once when you're once a wildcat, you're always a wildcat, as they say, um, who, who knows where he'll go next. But I thought it was interesting that he was at the Villanova golf outing recently. Yeah, it would be interesting. To, could you imagine like our the first game of the year this season? Ashley Howard's on the opposite bench. I, I feel like he can't do that. Like, I can see like maybe like coming in, like, you know, swooping in like game two or whatever. I know like, you know, what Chambers kind of did, you yeah. know, this season for us, but he can't do that game one. Like, I mean, maybe he could, but I, I would just find that kind of strange. Yeah. Um, and I think that the coaching staff is set. I would say at this point in, if your college, if your, if your staff is, is like kind of not filled, by now, I feel like you got to figure something out. You got, I think you like, I think you're yeah. safe, right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you never know. There's like changes that, you know, you know, never, you know, you know that were going to happen. Like, right. I didn't know that Jamal Robinson, you know, I think he's leaving the staff, right? He's oh yeah. That's another thing. We, we didn't um, talk about that earlier that there like were Jamal rumors. Robinson in the staff. Like I saw today that like Dirk Howell's back at UMass, like, I mean, you never know what kind of changes are going to happen for whatever reason. It does seem really late in the game um, or whatever late, uh, like, yeah, late in the offseason for that to happen. But yeah, you just never know. That's a good point. Well, we'll see where he ends up and we wish him all the best. It'll just be extra interesting if he's there um, in the pavilion when we <laughs> when we visit mm-hmm. and uh, looking forward to that game. Definitely. Um, that'll probably be the toughest opponent we play all season. I would say is the first game of the season. I mean, you know, the A10 is the A10. Someone's going to yeah, be ranked. That's, maybe. that's a pretty good question. It's like, will Villanova under Neptune be better than, you know, like a St. Louis or a Dayton? I don't know. We won't know until the end of the season, but right yeah, now, the pre- I feel like it'll be pretty close, though. I mean, I know, you know, Nova lost uh, or, you know, won't have Gillespie or Samuels. Um, but I know, you know, I don't know if Justin Moore will be back from the ACL, but I know yeah. they have that guy. And Cameron Whitmore, there's like a Whitmore and then like Christian Winborn for St. Joe. So I get them those names mixed up. I know it should be pretty good, but I'm curious who finishes like higher at the end of the season, like Nova, yeah. Dayton, or St. Louis. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Definitely. So Nova's the first game. Um, then it's already announced we got Wagner for homecoming. Um, the NEC school located in New York or New Jersey. I'm not sure, but it just shows you how weak our schedule is. I don't even know where Wagner is. I, I know it's somewhere up there, and uh, we'll see what they can do. Finally, that, that'll be our home game. And um, then they play another home game, okay, against a new D1 opponent, Queens University, which is located in Charlotte. I do know that for a fact. And apparently these guys were a powerhouse in D2. Like Uh-oh. barely lost the game, which if you know our history, LaSalle's prone to lose to these types of teams. And honestly, I feel like I'll, this could happen to anyone, but <laughs> don't be too sure about this as a win. That's all I'll say. That's really all I know. 
and uh, looking forward to that one because that's two home games in a row. And then they go to Jamaica for the Montego Bay Classic. Um, there they'll face Wake Forest. And then if they win, they'll play the winner of Loyola Marymount over in Cali or Georgetown. So, yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, to have a, you know, um, early season tournament like that. No, there wasn't many of those under Ashley Howard. So it's cool to, you know, um, play another country, you know, play, you know, at least one ACC opponent, maybe, you know, another um, potentially, you know, Big East team. So that, that'd be cool. You know, it's cool playing against the, um, higher conference teams because uh in the past you know four years we saw a lot of um teams that had you know higher ken palms um for me to be polite let's oh, yeah. I feel like that's the most polite way uh, yeah. for me to say it um a, so a lot I of mean, it's cool to, yeah to play more you know relevant kind of teams um so it's, it's yeah, a stronger the, non-conference than what we've seen absolutely in recent yeah, that's years cool, already. kind of cool to see yeah, yeah it's cool to see um then we drop down to binghampton which binghampton. i believe is I like to say Binghampton. <laughs> Binghampton. America East, right? I, th- I think that's right. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got the reuniting of Dunphy going back to Temple. Um, that one. I heard there's rumors about that. I don't know if yeah. you can break those rumors here. Let's just say it's not going to be at Tom Gold Arena and it's not yeah. going to be at Lee Core Center. It just says Philadelphia PA, which if you know hoops, you know exactly where it will and be. Hey, which is cool because then I believe I don't I don't know if I don't know if this is out there, but thankful I'm thankful to our sources that we can state that we will be playing Penn next, the first week. Yeah, of yeah so that, yeah, the Penn game will be probably the Palestra, obviously. Um, yeah, so the, that's cool. Yeah, when you if you if you put two and two together, that's two games in a row in our favorite place. Um, <laughs> and I believe this has already been out there, um, the Bucknell Bison come to town followed by uh the drexel dragons at home as well and then we were able we were privileged to break this news as well thank you to our sources we're going to be at cincinnati december 17th really looking forward to play a true like road game yes uh, you know against the aac opponent um you know i'm sure i mean i guess Delphi was there when mick cronin was there i guess not this new coach um but i guess you might know someone there, but that's kind of cool to play a true road game. Um, I don't know, against the, I don't know, I guess say a top eight conference type of team. Yeah. Yeah. So, AAC is kind yeah, of that's really cool. And they're always but, one of the better teams in the AAC. Yeah. Yeah. They're no pushover. We'll get some no, skyline no, chili and we'll, we'll, we'll enjoy, enjoy the, uh, I believe it's the Queen City. So it's called Cincinnati. It has a name like that. You know, all of them have their own little names. We're the City Brothers. You know how it goes. And then after that, we've got Lafayette, which we broke as well. And let's see, rounding it out, I've got a, I've got a, a good idea that's going to be Howard in D.C. So that rounds out the schedule. Like Aren't we they said, in a new conference this year. You I, know, I want to say you're right, or they're going to be moving. Okay, is it Atlantic Sun? No, no, it's somewhere else. Okay. Um, no, that rounds out the schedule. Um, 
And I think it's, I think, like I said, I think it's stronger than, than yeah. what we're accustomed to. Yeah. And which sucks because we're also probably weaker than we have been in the past two years. So <laughs> that's just saying based on paper. Um, I mean, what, what do you think, Rich? Uh, what's your, what's your, what's your uh, thoughts on that non-conference schedule? Yeah. I mean, I would say um, I'm not like, I would say it's definitely slightly better than, you know, in the past being able to play, you know, at a true kind of road game, that'll be a test. I'm not saying it'll be like world beers, but you know, at Cincinnati, then you know, playing a um, preseason tournament, you know, playing Wake Forest, and then potentially playing Georgetown. So it'll be cool playing those because in the past, it's like, you know, our biggest games always be the big five games, or you know, pretty much, you know, Villanova and Temple. So to also have those three other games, um, like that, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, because I feel like we play a lot of, you know, American East, um, uh, Patriot League uh, type of team. So it's, it's kind of yeah. cool um, playing, you know, um, you know, better competition. Definitely. I, I just looked it up. Howard's headed to the CAA. So they're, oh, okay. They're, okay. they're getting upgraded to the Colonial Athletic okay. Association. So good for them. Good for them. Wait, um, wait, so next, like this season? No, not this season. 23-24. So we're playing Drexel. Okay, I was wondering. Okay, not quite yet. They're in the MEAC. Okay, MEAC. But yeah, no, that rounds it out. That's that's our schedule so far. Um, and so I'm I assuming. No, okay. oh, go ahead. So I'm assuming my conference play. I guess we'll start in 2023. Um, can't wait yeah. to you know see the dates. Um, they play some of those teams. Um, be cool. To, you know, check out one of those arenas. Um, you know, the A10, you know, should be uh, very competitive this year. And it's kind of cool, you know, bringing in Loyola, you know, Sister Jean. Um, I know they play us at uh, the Gola. Uh, I don't I don't know if she'll make the trip. Um, Historically, she doesn't make the trip on uh, regular season games. I, I okay. found that out okay. from, a, from a fan. And I don't think this would be any different unless that pool is like the fountain of fountain of youth. She really wants to say, yeah. Take a dip. No, that track. definitely is the, the best game that I like. That's the game I'm looking forward to the most at home. Really? Yeah. Even if she's not going to be there? I don't care that she's not there. I just want to go because my boss is a Loyola fan and oh, went there. Okay. She went to Loyola, so it'd be nice to get a win. Um, um no, but that that's that's gonna be interesting. The, the, the boys are probably gonna go on the road to an A10 school, TBD on the location. I have my top you know, top choices and Rich has his. It all um, comes down to like what day is probably like a Saturday. It, yep. Whichever game is on a Saturday will probably be the one that we maybe go to. Maybe a double header, maybe. Ooh. Yeah, you know, we, we'll always try and capitalize on those. DMV. Yeah, definitely. We might see an opponent that isn't even playing LaSalle. It could be a yeah. double header, but it would be, you know, Mason versus VCU or something else like that. Like, or who knows? Um, but yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that. I can't wait. The Gola boys on the road. You got anything else for this for this episode, Rich? It's good to be back, man. We're yeah, coming. no, it's good. It's good to be back. Um, you know, I feel like I um, didn't really pull my weight. Uh, you know, I was waiting. I didn't really pull the guests that uh, I was That's talking okay. about getting. But that's uh, okay. Maybe Our talents department. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if we'll have that guest between now and beginning of the season. Um, but um, no, it's good to be back. You know, I hope another podcast comes out before the last one because if not, 
it'll be time for the season to start. And I'm sure, I'm sure we'll probably have stuff, you know, when the um, conference schedules released, um, you know, once we get, you know, more details of the roster, I'm sure that uh, we'll have another podcast, um, you know, to give you guys more concept, but um, you know, we're three months away, you know, less than 90 days away. So we're real excited um, for a new era of LaSalle basketball, you know, Dumpy's back, um, you know, completing the three fifths of the big five, you know, um, so it'll be fun. I know it's going to kind of be an uphill battle, um, you know, with a lot of, with some roster turnover um, and, you know, a whole lot of minutes to distribute, but, um, you know, we're looking forward to it. You know, um, you know, we love us out. So um, we do, I mean, even though uh, it might not be um, the best season, you know, we love them. We'll, you know, be through it with, you know, and taking thin time. So uh, we yep. just can't wait for the season to start. Definitely. Definitely. That's a wrap. Shout out to all of our fans on Twitter. Shout out to our friends and family. We got Joe Falchetta, a longtime LaSalle supporter, class of 2013 with us. Got a shout out on KYW. Uh, they did a nice uh, write-up of his Philadelphia sports fandom, which obviously includes LaSalle. So shout yeah. out Joe Fa, one of our biggest supporters. Uh, We're looking he might be number one right now. Like he's always like, oh, like, do you believe this? Like, do you believe this tweet? Like nobody talks to us more about yeah, our he's Twitter always sending account. Me tweets about our account. And you know, he's given he's you know quizzing me, you know, on what number is this person? Who, who's number three for LaSalle, of course. Um, I usually get everything right really good with jersey numbers but uh <laughs> yeah like he uh you know he's a big philly sports fan yeah shout out joe fa number one fan number one goal of boy and uh all of you all of you that are looking to get some more content follow us on twitter if you haven't already chances are you have already but if you haven't please smash the follow button and stay tuned a10 twitter is a wild place there's already been a lot of funny viral moments going on these days whether it be Lil bana x or you know us ranking some doing this uh attendance for last season really i mean popped off that's crazy it, it's a good time it's a good time all you have to do is join a10 twitter and fire off a ranking it could be a, as obscure as like ranked based on food or or like closest to the body of water or something and, and people would just absolutely lose their minds and they go off on it and and it's just been incredible so we love a10 twitter that's why we're around because we want to be that LaSalle representation so please, please, please be a part of the conversation. It's a good time. It's a good time. And we'll always tweet out, you know, that latest apparel, that that stuff that, you know, is vintage or also that new stuff that comes out. Maybe one day we'll unveil a, a clothing line. We'll see. Um, but until then, I mean, Rich, would you say it's a it's a great day to be an explorer? Fight on. <laughs>